curiosity almost always involves the willingness to be in the middle of a transition and oftentimes we don't want to leave our comfort zone. So if we become curious about something, there's a possibility that we may find ourselves moving to another city or doing something we haven't done for the first time or starting a business. And a lot of times I don't think we want our curiosity to go too far because if it goes too far, it may mean that we have a change coming. Hebrews 13 has been very impactful uh, in terms of promoting this idea of going outside. But if you jump up a few verses before verse 11 into verse 8, it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so in the midst of his call in our lives to be curious about what he has for us and where he's leading us, we can always be assured that the truth stays the same and that Jesus Christ is the same. So wherever he calls us, he's got a great plan and a great purpose in our lives. Rachel and our family are in the middle of that kind of season right now where we're actually moving, where we're actually readjusting some of our plans, figuring out what does it look like to raise our children as they get a little bit older? What does it look like to have a growing business? And how do we scale that? And how do we take advantage of the opportunities that have been given to us, not for our luxury, but hopefully that we can leverage them for the kingdom. In June 2009, I happened to be up early in the morning and somehow, some way, I ended up in Hebrews 13. The whole section talks about Jesus taking action and then calling us to action as well. That led uh, to a lot of things happening in my life, one of which was a church plant. Just never thought go outside uh, or thinking about reading that passage would ever take me to such a thing. I wasn't trained in it. Uh, I didn't see it on my horizon. And most of the time when God is working in our life, it's like an interruption. Uh, it's an invitation into the mess. And on 10, 10, 10 at 10 o'clock, this little church plant called Christ Community Church started open gatherings in the middle of an elementary school in an impoverished area in the middle of our city. We started doing things that other people weren't doing because we just felt like God had called us to love our city. We didn't know how to do church, but we knew how to love our city. We knew the needs in our city. And so we started fresh with things like Love Shelbyville. Um, that, that was a day that we would actually come on Sundays, and instead of uh, sitting inside and worshiping and praying and listening to the Word uh, preached, we, we actually went out in, uh, and did something about it. On that Sunday, it was always so amazing to see people's faces. They would come in and we'd say, you know, here, we're going to pray, and then we're going to read this, and then we're going to head out. Um, we also did things like gave 50% of uh, the money that came in straight back to missions, we were dangerous, uh, and it was an exciting time to go outside. Um, you know, go outside then began to transfer into really my whole worldview, how I raised my family or how I, uh, you know, respected and loved my wife, uh, but also got into my, uh, my business and it started to seep into my real estate career and the way that I viewed my community involvement. And, uh, I was always so self-focused, and I still struggle with that some, uh, but really my mentality began to be others-oriented. And so 
while I was uh, professionally working, I saw the value really in having a personalized approach, a relationship-based approach. And so we went outside into the public places and into the marketplace with the message of go outside through our business. In 2016, a book was published named Go Outside uh, that I was the author of, and it was an amazing time to just explore. Honestly, for those five years that I was a lead pastor, really it was almost like self-therapy to just write down some of the stories, to think about the vision, to be able to articulate it and share it with others in an encouraging way. We had a group from Austin, Texas come along beside of us, the Fed Agency, who helped us actually take what was a horrible manuscript and turn it into a book. I mean, it actually looks like a book. And I'd already won at that point, uh, but little did I know, I'd meet a guy named Philip Devine, and we would uh, spend the next couple of years doing a podcast together named Go Outside, and it was an amazing time. We met so many people. We actually were even in the lieutenant governor's office here in the state of Kentucky having a podcast episode. Um, so my face was red and I was sweating, but we had a we had a great time just exploring what it meant to look like um, the outside showing up in so many other people's lives. You know, the essence of going outside is centered around the idea that Christ needs to be glorified. He is the high priest of the church. He is the one that gave his life for our benefit. He's the one that deserves all the honor and all the glory for anything that we've done. We've always stood firm on the idea that the gospel didn't need to be reshaped. Uh, Our methods may need to be held loosely, but the truth was always the same. We believe that Jesus gave his reputation and his privilege for us by bearing our disgrace, and we should model that as everyday people in our everyday lives. We also believe that God called us inside into his love so that we can take his love to those on the outside, just like we were. We were in need of someone to clean us up, to help us up, and he did that for us. Okay, so where are you with Go Outside? And where am I with Go Outside? It's just the beginning of the journey, I feel like. You say, well, you've been in business for 20 years and you've been doing this Go Outside thing for 10 years or whatever it's been. But I feel like the rubber is just starting to hit the road. I've got so much more to learn about what it means to bear disgrace joyfully and to continue to declare Jesus to others. You know, that's where we're hoping this set of resources comes in. And that's why we've done it all this time. We hope that we've celebrated and shared stories of service that have compelled you, and truly that we hope that you've been compelled by Christ to see what it means to go outside and to celebrate that in other people's lives. We've also done it for fun. We did it to learn, and we continue to do it to grow and affirm other outsiders in their effort to go outside. So you say, what's next? I don't know what's next. We, uh, none of us do if we're honest. Uh, But our next step and our family's next step is to continue to go outside together. We realize that caving in and staying put is not an option. Take this opportunity to thank Rachel, to thank our kids, uh, to thank our church community, to thank our community where we live. We've all been on a journey and you've been amazing so far. (laughs) 